southern by the grace of God means that everything I do, I do it right. New York and California, you can go and have your fun, but down here I got a list of what I like. Eating tater tops and pussy, sucking Mountain Dew and tit. Kick my grandpa in his nutsack and I suck my boss's dick. Fuck my cousin in her asshole before I finish on her tits. Then I shoot my neighbor. Welcome into the bar. This is the Barroom Heroes. It's a very rowdy bar. How y'all doing? Shout out to Wheeler Walker Jr. providing us with our intro song today. With like the most obscene thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> What's that one? Redneck shit? That's that redneck shit. All those songs are kind of like that. They're very fun and funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was a good laugh, but I'm just like, damn, dude. You went all the way there, didn't you? Dude, and he did. Guys, I'm Kevin Elliott. I'm Chris Centeni, man. And I'm Joe the Stat Guy. Hi, Joe. Hey, what's Chris. Up? What's up, guys? What's going on, dudes? <clears throat> Anything uh, before we start? Let's promote, uh, if you're listening to this tomorrow when it comes out, we did the grid last night. Crushed. <laughs> <laughs> Joe went up. He did like 45 improv minutes. It was incredible. In sandals. I would say 42 minutes of it was pure laughter. Yeah. And the other three minutes was the standing ovation he received at the end. <laughs> So you guys really like, missed out. Just like the last grid show. You should really come out to these guys. They're yeah, awesome. The yeah. grid. At first, I questioned when Joe went on stage with a really sharp wooden spike and whipped cream. Yeah. But then by Didn't the end of his what? act, I was like, I get it now. That's hilarious. I, I, yeah. I was like, there's no way he pulls this off. And then 42 minutes later, standing ovation. Unbelievable, so. man. The Unbelievable. trick is clever wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> guys, what, uh, what are we all drinking in the bar? I got a Corona. America. You have a, a half, a three quarters drinking drink, Zima. Oh, uh, no, nah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you tried again. Yeah, come on, man. Don't blow me up on the Zima. We got in a halfway row, failed. Dude. You're Zimas, getting through dude. it, though, man. I'm trying. Four more weeks, and it'll finally be out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got the local Four Peaks Ale. And that's a good one. I've had that before. Pitchfork, what's what's yes. it? Pitchfork Ale? Yes. Oh, you, the Pitchfork. No, I don't think I've had that. It's good. It is? Give it a shot. Is it uh, Is it the best a... Four Peaks beer? That's pretty good. Well, <laughs> that didn't answer my question. <laughs> Senator Joe Ganshemi, everybody. <laughs> it's pretty good. I we, prefer uh, the 8th Street Ale. We had Damn, a very... Really? Anyway, go ahead. We'd have, I'm sorry. I know. Go we ahead. just disagree on to. beers, but that's fine. We disagree on everything it's else. It's for a nice summer. It's a nice summer beer. A nice summer beer is America. That's true. Or that one that Palisade, Palisades Pineapple or whatever that I had Ooh, at your house. I do not like. You don't like the wheat beer with apricot and. Uh, no, I don't like. What's the my other thing? To pineapple, taste like fruit or vegetable or. Uh, what really beer has anything. ever tasted like a vegetable? Yeah, what the fuck? So is there a V eight hole in that, that argument? Dismiss. Don't they have that like watermelon beer? That's a fruit. That's a fruit. Is it? Does it really? grow underground? It's a fruit, bro. No, it, it's above ground. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I've mixed up. Uh, Oh my god! How watermelons grow? I guess I don't know. Yeah, that was embarrassing for you. But anyway, so I guess there's not a vegetable beer except is there something with no ale. Wait, there is that one though from the oh, there's pumpkin ale. Actually, at the grid, they have this beer that's like raspberry crush beer. It's in a white can. They also have a cucumber one, and a cucumber is most definitely a vegetable. Yes, and there are cucumber beers. You are correct. Good call, man. Uh, Although is a pumpkin a fruit? No, it's a vegetable. Yeah. 
Okay. But it is grows it? Ab- but it grows above ground. Right. I mean, this is like we're getting into tomato territory now, and then what do we do? <laughs> what the fuck is a legume? How come, also, how come they can be like Pluto's a planet, Pluto's not a planet, but we can't just classify tomatoes correctly? <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, in the bar, we don't have any fruits or vegetables. And I don't like my beer to taste like anything other than beer. You could make it taste That's like weird, meat dude. or pizza what are you or talking about chocolate beers. I don't like any of them. I like my beer to taste like beer. You like it to have nothing. It tastes like... Except for beer. It tastes like... Barley. Ooh, I love a good barley. Barley and isopropyl rubbing alcohol. And wheat. Is that's that Bruce's brother? On? Hmm? It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different mothers, but different fathers is what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, no, different no, mothers. Same, Let's go yeah, with it. Were, Let's go no, with you it. You were right. Same father. No. Yeah. Same last name. Yep. yep. Bruce Lee and Barley. Yep. No, I killed it. <laughs> Man, you guys should have been at the grid last night. I was funnier than this. <laughs> we had a really busy sports day today. Almost uh, too glad. busy. It kind of was. I'm glad that we're recording today rather than tomorrow because it's... Because the wounds good. are fresh. Yeah. I can come off with some impassioned stuff that I'll have to retract later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say a bunch of stuff I don't mean. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. The first thing that... It's like a fight with your girlfriend. The big... <laughs> Damn, the biggest man. news not today. Your, not you specifically. I just meant. Like, yeah, whatever, man. The beef is getting strong in you don't here. Have you have like fruit beers. You have fiance. Yeah, that's true. And it's not the same. It's good way, it's way to diffuse it, dude. Way to diffuse it. It's like it. a fight with your girlfriend, Kevin. It didn't exist. Damn it, man, dude. You got You just made that real <laughs> depressing. So let's. <laughs> here's our new mission, dude. Let's just start doing shows. Hey, Chris Zucker. We're doing comedy off Maine, 50 people, only women allowed. So he that, messaged me this morning so that, to do a um, show there by camp. I was, it's depressing. But what we're going to do is just get 50 chicks in there. We're not actually going to perform. It's going to be a cross-promotion with Lady Killers, <laughs> which is a cool show yeah, you should all check cool out. Show. And because... Like, 50 women are not going to come watch three dudes tell jokes. That's just not going to happen. It hasn't happened to us yet. Right. And uh, and then you just got to start scouting, dude. Can't be creepy about it, but we got to start scouting. Get a girlfriend, dude. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm not saying like... No, I'm you, cool with that. Right. I'll be all right with that. I'm so picky, though. Like, it's unbelievable. We could do a Twitter handle, too. Why are like, you being picky, hashtag. Don't be picky. I, I have to, dude. I don't know. So like it's, what's the deal? The bad thing. What's there's what, a lot of deal breakers. No, but like, what is the pettiest deal breaker you have? Uh, if they have like a mark on their face, a mole or a birthmark <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Are you serious? Uh huh. True love cannot overcome. Uh huh. Something that God did to uh-huh. them. Because they could get it removed, and by this age they should have. <laughs> Honest to God, dude. I no, but see, Enrique I was saying Iglesias this. Got his but I was saying was famous. this. I was saying this off camera. The or off camera. Offline, Mike. off mic. Prior to this starting, I said, "You got to just be honest. As long as you're upfront and you just tell people, I don't have a problem with it." You know? Yeah. It would be a problem if you like married someone and then we're like, "I hate your face. Change it." No, that wouldn't happen. By the way, How could every anybody morning let that I happen? see you, your mole freaks me. It out. upsets <laughs> me beyond all reason. I have a. Hard, I know you think I'm gagging because I'm brushing my teeth, but it's because I'm thinking about your mole every yeah. morning. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Really I told bothersome. you it was the shrimp. I actually love shrimp. I hate your mole. It's your face. You don't like shrimp? No, I was making the mole face. Oh, I was like, are you about to just shit on some shrimp right no, now? No, I'm, I'm a fine. Uh, you ever had shrimp fan? parmesan? Shrimp parmesan? It's the first time I ever heard of it. Was yesterday? No. 
Yeah, we're going to make it. I'm not against it. We're going to have a barroom heroes dinner. If and I, we're having some shrimp parmesan. If I wanted we're to. We're another one. <laughs> okay. I could shit on shrimp. <laughs> because they're kind of the roaches the of the one. ocean. No, they're not. They kind of are. Well, yeah, they are. But, but they're still But I don't want fun. you to say that because no, cockroaches yeah. are so gross, dude. Right. And have you shrimp ever, are so good. You guys want to hear me shriek like a girl and run outside? <laughs> Throw a cockroach at me, dude. Yeah, me too. I'll also kill you when I get back inside. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I hate <laughs> I hate roaches <laughs> so much. Those big ones that fly. Oh, dude, yes. did I tell you? It's the scariest time, thing in the world. This yes. is not a joke, dude. One time I was at my I was at my house, at my apartment, and I threw on a shirt, and I was like, I think I just saw something. So I'm like feeling around, and there's nothing, and I see a big-ass roach walking up my side, and I'm like, like, dude, not even like a high, no, it wasn't even that. It was like the blood curdling, like, <laughs> and I threw it like this, and it was walking up my arm. It like <laughs> latched on. <laughs> Came up out right, so I'm I'm puking. I feel to like there's one on me right now, dude. Please right. stop. No, wait though. I gotta finish this story for the crowd that's probably listening. And I was like, we're talking about roaches. So, they're all gone. So no, so dude, I I flick it like this, and it goes flying. It goes up in the air, you know, because somehow I did something. No, no, no. Like it just uh, it was like tumbling in the air. It's the flick. This so I flick it and it's up in the air, and I swear to God, it went and flew itself back to the ground. And I went to my brother, who's four years younger than me, and I was like, kill the motherfucking cockroach. Because <laughs> he's got my number. He knows my game. You know what's crazy is uh, I would – I've had similar brush-ins, but with uh, scorpions. Scorpions don't bother and me. And ticks. And I would rather have scorpions or ticks because they're not as infestate. Like, you see a Dude, roach, there's a – Where there's lot. one, there's two. Yep. You know it. That's exactly it. One time, I was walking around my house. I picked up a rubber band, so I thought. But it was actually a scorpion that was all bunched up. Oh. And the only reason I found out is I was holding it like this, going to go throw it away, and the stinger came out between my fingers. Ooh. And I was like, yo, this is a venomous rubber band. <laughs> Didn't that's literally what I thought? It didn't go. Oh God, this is a scorpion. <laughs> this is a rubber venomous band. rubber band. So I threw it against the wall, and then I didn't want to kill it because I was like, you know, oh, have you never been stung by a scorpion? No, dude. Because that's why you don't want to you know, kill it. You know why I don't get stung why? by scorpions? Because I respect them. I said, Yo, you're not supposed to be here. I never. I put him on a piece of paper and I took him outside and I said, "Go kill something else. Keep something away and from my house." And then he stung somebody else. You that venom blood. Not is my on problem. Your hand. He probably snuck back into your house. You want to know something? You in the asshole while you were sleeping. You want to know something? I think I would have noticed. I don't know, man. Two. I rarely accept cockroaches, dude. Spiders, anything. I'll save it, take it outside, and put it down. Uh, you know why? Because uh, someday when the aliens show up, they're gonna have a chance to squish me or put me. <laughs> Or slide a cosmic piece of paper under me and put a jar on and set me somewhere else. And that's what I expect to happen. Uh, what if you lived in a jar? Ugh. Would uh, wouldn't be so bad if he had Wi-Fi. Four years ago, three months and two weeks, I was stung by a scorpion. And I've been killing and hunting scorpions ever since. Do you hunt them at night? People do that. I do. Did you get the Walgreens? What do you do with a black light or yeah. something? Blacklight that shit, and if you see one, do you, have the spe- you immediately run to it and kill it. Like how? You just stomp on it? Yeah, however you can. Do you have the... Uh, I don't, I don't know if you bring tools with you. Yeah, just whatever because you're a hunter, um, Walgreens sells a scorpion flashlight. I know. I got two. They're in that drawer. <laughs> From Walgreens? Yeah. It looks sick. I have just you don't... not seen his show? It's at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Billy the, the Exterminator? <laughs> 
Billy the Exterminator. You guys all watched that show? No. Nah. Mine's on YouTube. It's way too dark to be on public. Access. I was watching. No, it was on A and E, dude. It's a show on A and E. It's called like Billy the Exterminator. And I've he, heard of it, yeah. And when he like fogs out a place, he wears like a like a one of those dust masks where it looks like a skull. Like I, he's real edgy, dude. I wear one of those. He's a hot topic smoke, model it's because I want the scorpions to be scared. That's kind of, I think, his vibe. So I would check in with the copyright yeah. lawyers before you get going. <laughs> and uh, but like, dude, he went into this house. People live there, and he opened a drawer, and like ten thousand roaches came out of the drawer. <laughs> exactly, dude. No, exactly, dude. And I'm watching this episode like it's a car accident. I'm like, I cannot stop watching this. There's so I many cockroaches. the name of the episode is Dry Heave. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Don't do it. Baby cockroaches no. and ears. Oh, stop, dude. And what? <laughs> ears. Oh, I've, I've been, heard about I've it. I've been down that rabbit shit. hole. I've been down that rabbit hole. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. You, Why like, do cockroaches exist? Also, do you guys say cockroaches or cockroaches? No, imagine cockroaches. To, no, I want to know. To birds, to to uh, them, cockroaches are probably like shrimp. I just feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> Seafood ruined. Um, also, no. What do you guys say? For what? Because like when I get real heated, cockroaches. There's like an no, extra no, syllable. No, I, I know it's not in there. I know it's a roach for cocks. That's how you have to remind yourself, right? I've never remind myself that way before. But when I get real heated about it, there's an extra syllable, and I think it's because I'm suppressing a dry heave. I'm like roaches. <laughs> See, <laughs> or you're a huge fan of Papa Roach, and that's what you're trying to say. My mind Who always doesn't goes- like Papa Roach. <sighs> Let my, me my mind. Go ahead and I finish your a, thing, and then I'm going to jump on you. When I see you. a roach, everything has to be shortened because it's an emergency situation. So it doesn't say cockroach. You say roach. I go roach. There's a roach. Ugh. It's like a thing. But there's so many different kinds. But here's the other no, thing. No, there's roaches. Dude, kill them. At a job Did I used you watch to have. Joe's apartment. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking. This is a good episode. <laughs> Hated that movie. I never saw it because it was so many cockroaches. Yeah. It ruined every apartment I, I ever that. had. Every time I had an apartment, it's like, where are we going to go? Joe's apartment? <laughs> no, dude. I'll give you a horror story about this. I lived at a, at a place. I would love to blow it up, but I don't remember the name of it. And uh, it was sick. I lived there with a guy who probably would, wouldn't wish on an enemy. And uh, my I come home one day from from my job and I walk onto this is a this is a few years back and I walk onto the bathroom floor and it moved it like slid and I was like yo what is going on here well the toilet had leaked under the linoleum and puffed it up like a bubble and I was like water floor so I tell the management company and they get uh they hired they told me that a 24 hour express plumber Right, so six hours later, the plumber shows up. Very express. Didn't need to be twenty four hours because now it's eight a.m. Right? Yeah. And uh, the guy shows up, pulls the toilet up, throws a bunch of towels down, and then he's like, "All right, I'll be back. I'm gonna go get some stuff." Doesn't plug the hole. Plugs nothing. So it smells like shit in my house. And I'm like, well, do I need to be here? How long are you going to be? Like, I have some errands to run. He's like, it'll take me a couple hours to come back. 
whatever. So I go run my errands and I come back and there's like 17 cockroaches in my room. Oof. Not my bathroom, my bedroom. Because they walked out of the bathroom because homie didn't plug the little hole, right? So what am I supposed oh, to do at God, that point? That's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So loof, what? If, burn everything. Yeah. Thank loof. you. Yes. Thank you. Is that what you did? No. So I loop. <laughs> Left his no, stuff. No, I lived there for gone. a year and a half more. In dude, your roommate's room, dude. No. <laughs> so this is together? this is the best part, dude. This is the best part. The guy comes Never back. Never open that door. The guy comes back, and I smashed every roach and left it there. Right? Yeah. Gore. There's gore all over my room. And the plumber comes back, and he's like, "Oh shit!" I'm like. Yeah. I realize I could have put a towel down the hole, but you're being paid to put the towel down yeah. the hole. Right? I learned a good lesson that day. Don't fuck with the plumber. Right? <laughs> because I didn't have a toilet for three weeks. Oh. He put a plug in there and was like, eh, it's on back order, man. And like, what upset oh. me is I was like, I respect plumbers so much. And I just got mad and snapped at him that one time. And, that- and I paid for it forever. Yeah. And then I kept asking, like, I would call. I called the plumber and was like, "Can I just pee down the hole?" <laughs> but then I was just peeing in the shower. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's always a good quick know. rinse. Yeah, Were you able to up. shit in the hole? <clears throat> I didn't know what to do, so I would. Also, my roommate's bathroom was disgusting. I would have uh, rather no bathroom. Just... Well, I didn't go there. No, no, I wouldn't. What happened? I promise you, dude. Every time I had to go to the bathroom. I'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to go get some candy or something. I'll go to, like, Circle K and be like, if I buy something, will you give me the bathroom pass? And he's like, sure. That's sad. I dude. bought so much of those Welch's fruit snacks. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why he kept having to go back. <laughs> and then, dude, and then for some reason I went through a weird phase where I got into the orange slices. And they're awful. I knew they were awful. <laughs> right? Have you, ever had an or- yeah. have you ever had a bag of orange slices and a Mountain Dew for lunch? No. It's a, it's a good way to shake your way through an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're at like uh, 18 minutes and haven't said a word about any sport, but it's a very busy sports day. If anybody's still listening after the cockroaches. Look, guys, I just I went with what happened. <laughs> Don't hate the player, hate the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What player? What game? I don't know. <laughs> this game, the cock, the cockroach game, and me. I'm the player. Anyway, let's talk sports. Well, the biggest story of the day was Chris Paul being traded from the Clippers to the Rockets. Yeah, dude. That, let me tell you this. If you would have given me like 10 guesses where he was going. Houston, so a third of the team? Yeah. No, seriously. Houston would have been like 10th. I wouldn't have picked them. Just didn't seem like a spot he was going. Yeah, they've been trying. They've been trying to get him. Um, they got seven players back. Yeah, and a first round they draft pick seven that protected pl- seven. You got shit in your beard. Do I? Yeah, probably blow. Now nah, there you go. <laughs> Just punched myself in the nose. Did you see that? I was like rubbing my nose. I punched myself. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, seven players in the deal. Now, obviously, there's a few that aren't going to be but on the team. But seven at all. players in the deal total. Yeah, or. One no, side. no, seven, not the Clippers baseball. got seven players, the Rockets got one, and the Clippers also got the Rockets' protected first round pick for next year. Uh, look, I think holy cow, and Houston immediately came out and said, We're looking for another star, and they're trying to go after Paul George now. Um, uh, well, again, that's oh, 
okay, I don't understand this at all. I do. They're Harden tr- demands the ball. Chris Paul demands the ball. And Paul George demands the ball to be effective. You're right. They so, all demand the ball on teams that they are well, the only option. But Chris Paul doesn't demand the ball. He's a point guard. He averages 10 assists But a to season. be effective, a game. A game. that's what he needs. To, oh, it's like he's whatever. the worst game point for the guard. Season. For, it's like he's the worst point guard of for, all time with 10 <laughs> assists a season. For any of those three to impact the game, they need to take the ball up the court for all intents and purposes. Paul George is best working as he's coming up the court. Same with Harden, same with Chris Paul. So who you're just gonna trade off every other Yeah. Yeah. So play? this is the problem that just I keep- see. Harden had his best year this past season as the point guard. And Chris Paul is not gonna play two guard. He is the point guard. Yeah. Now it's gonna make Harden's life a little easier. He'll probably score more points, and he was, what, the second leading scorer in the league or third. But that's the thing. Is it going to have him score more points? Because he has been on teams where he is not the point guard, and he has not scored as many points. Yeah, he was with Westbrook and Durant. Right, he was third fiddle but there. But even, even on his team currently. He was with Yao Ming. It does, whatever, every team that he's had a point guard, he has scored less points because there's been more options. You bring in a guy like Chris Paul – you have more options, so he's going to well, score less points. Is he really a guy that impacts the game if he doesn't have the ball in his hands? No. I think Same the Rockets got better. Yeah, definitely. I think you what's going to happen. the best player in the deal. Yeah. I, I, think, I think what's going to happen is you're just going to have to hope. I mean, I, I'm assuming that they wouldn't have made the deal without knowing this, but Harden has to understand the role now. He has to yeah. understand I'm scoring whenever I touch the ball. But I'm not touching the ball as much. Harden has a real history of understanding his role on a team. He does. He has to do. I was being sarcastic. What I'm saying, I feel like he doesn't. I feel like he. No, I think he will. Well, now it's different because he came from being under Westbrook and Durant, dude. It was just like he's been on Houston for a lot of seasons. Yeah, he had Dwight Howard with him. He was on teams where there was other options, and And he had to play even the two man. And but what is that's that his natural position? And what did that get? Oh, you so mean maybe like he's, the second it, fiddle? Yeah. So like, maybe yeah. what I'm saying is though that's gotten him nowhere. Maybe he's kind of maturing to the point where he's like, okay, let's just win. Also, well, Chris Paul is a team player. Mm-hmm. He's not coming in saying I'm going to demand 20 points. He doesn't do that. Right. He's going to tell Harden, look, whatever we need to do let's to score. win at this point in my career, but let's Harden do isn't it. A spot up shooter. Like he's it doesn't not a, matter. Just he's not it. a guy you dump it to down low to get buckets. No, but what so the thing that Chris Paul is best at, you don't have a way to fully utilize in where you're using Harden. But and Harden doesn't have a way to fully utilize what he can do with I Chris think, Paul. I think you're going to find that Harden is going to do pretty much what he did this year. But then you're going to have Chris Paul who knows his role and wants to win, right? And he's. I prom I th- I'll be surprised if they have this problem. I think Chris Paul is going to be okay with not scoring all the time as long as they win. Yeah. So he will if, be deferring to James Harden. But if James Harden's it, it's but we've seen that he just dish if if Harden's getting double teams, he'll just dish off and they'll score. Well, we've I mean, seen that's that the point. play out though where you get two guys cuz they're both playmakers. Even Paul George, when he's most effective, he is the guy making the play. Right. So if their best asset is that they're playmakers, uh, Chris Paul dumps it to Harden. Harden then goes to make his play. It doesn't work out like a true assist. You need a guy that elevates somebody else, and they're not role players that fit together. They're role players that well, what I if think you, collide in what they do. 
But what if you can frame – this is a coach's job, but what if you can frame your team as like any one of you could get the ball? Make your play when you get the ball. If they can establish that mentality, yeah, they will be very good. Well, yeah. And like I, I, I'm not always going to have the ball, but when I have the ball, make my play. But I feel like Golden State does a really good job of that uh, with their because whole lineup, really. Because even like you got Iguodala coming off the bench most of the time, and he can – Make the play mm-hmm. if he he's wants. Not there to. anymore. Oh, he got, he's out. When he's is that? A free agent. Oh, he's a free agent. Okay, but look who. But they should sign him again because he's he's going to twenty million a year. Yeah, he's going to get a huge deal. But here's my thing with that because he's a playmaker. It plays kind of into what I'm saying though. Who coaches the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, a guy who was kind of a role player who could make plays if he needed to. So I mean, he un, he is teaching that mentality. Yeah. You're not always going to touch the ball, but make your best play when you do touch the ball. Right. Yeah. I think I just if Chris Paul had a better setup where he was, I I do too. I agree a hundred percent. But the Clippers I, I now they can't figure it out. They couldn't figure it out. They couldn't get past the Golden State Warriors or whoever. They just couldn't figure yeah, it out with their squad. And now they've got a. They don't have to start from scratch, but I think they do need to really look at that lineup now. Well, shit! Now they got to get rid of a bunch of players because they have like fifty on their team. Everybody yeah, well, who would but, do. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Blake Griffin now signs somewhere else. I, I wonder if that's not the intention. Maybe that's kind of the message they're sending. We want seven young guys, and we're just going to start over. Maybe that's the point of the deal. I mean, get the value out of the player, but somebody like, like Blake Griffin probably should start thinking of – not to be selfish, but he should start thinking about his, his championship chances at this point. Yeah. So maybe he should go sign – somewhere else or or sign with a team that he thinks he can help and and let the clippers rebuild so that in two years they can go to seattle i feel like every team in the west is looking at 2020 except for golden state i feel like everybody else in the west is like well we're gonna sit on our haunches we're gonna develop young talent because i don't think it's the clippers i think nobody's getting past that team right now i i think see i have my maybe this is just being a competitor but Golden State is a phenomenal. They're far and away the most talented team in the NBA. It's ridiculous, right? But they're not without holes. Mm-hmm. And if you can assemble a team that fills the roles, plays the game the way it's supposed to be played, they are holes, beatable. Yeah. They yeah. are very beatable. There are flaws on the Golden State. I'm not saying they're bad. They are the best team in basketball right now by a long shot. But there are holes. They're not perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would benefit Houston more to not get Paul George and go after a big man. Like if they got an Andre Drummond or something, like a dope. Okay, big yeah, man. somebody with a little presence. Yeah, and in then the paint. you face Golden State because I see what Houston's looking Sometimes at. Sometimes it's saying, good if they if we don't have, have the ball. If we have Chris Paul and we have James Harden and Paul George, we now can match up and defend with Golden State. With right, the back your backcourt, Clay and Durant. And your defense. But they don't have a Draymond Green. Right. No, they're, they're, they they have the right idea, but they're being but short-sighted about it. Chris Paul isn't guarding Steph Curry or Clay no, Thompson. I know. But what I'm, but, I know. But what I'm saying is yeah. either is James Harden. He didn't guard anybody. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm saying is oh, I see I see what, what, what they see. But, yeah, you need to find – I'm, and I don't. I'm saying dirty, but you need a guy who can kind of make some dirty plays and get messy. That is something to me yeah. that would disorient Golden and State. And got a lot. rid of that guy, right? They traded Montrez 
Bontez, Montrez Harrell. Yeah, uh, but that's who's what I'm just saying. Just a grimy like R- Reggie Evans type of player. You need the thing that I. This is my opinion. I'm willing to be proven wrong. But the thing that's going to beat Golden State is a team that is just a grinder. They got to have skill. You have yeah. to have skill. Just like a beat up team that's that is just going to what are the, hang with you the whole game and grind you down mentally and they physically. They slow it down. They if, work the ball on team, offense. Exactly. What they are the beat Grizzlies? You up. The uh, first the Grizzlies team. were kind of like that. Yeah, they were. But what are they looking right now? Right now they they're the same. I mean, they, same. The, the yeah. first that's team, a right? Team that you could put together and work that angle. If the, if Chandler Parsons gave them anything. They would have been much better. Yeah. He, if they could go get – He didn't show up at all. No, he was no. awful. Yeah. He it, was it, injured to start the season. When he did start playing, he was literally gave he them He played nothing. like he was injured. Yeah. A couple he, pieces he for sucked. them, though, they could really – They have their quick. center. They got Marcus All, who's yeah. arguably one of the best. Yeah. Uh, Mike he, Conley Jr., the highest paid player in the NBA. <laughs> uh, running point. But he's a good point guard. What I just, if you threw on, like, Iguodala – to yeah, well, the Grizzlies and like another uh, like a Paul George. I felt like Iguodala. I'm just saying. I feel like that was. I was wondering about him because he could be that piece for a team. Because my my experience watching him play is he is a little bit grimy, mm-hmm. a little. Paul George. Yeah. No, no, I was talking about Iguodala. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he. So I'm thinking teams. What about Houston? <laughs> Maybe you try to reach out for. They have Igu- Trevor Ariza. Yeah, but same but, player. It is the same player, but what I'm saying yeah, but is one of them I would rather have over uh, no, the other, and it's Iguodala but I'm okay. Have over Ariza. You're going to be paying Iguodala a lot more than Ariza. But That's what I'm saying is, if you can afford them both, I don't have a problem with them both. You just have to buy into an identity, which is that we are going to grind teams down. Yeah, we're going to stop them on it, defense. By the way, none of this will happen because their coach is Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I'm not, I'm just if I'm GM, you know, or whatever. Yeah. If it's up to me. Some, I'm telling you, the, like you said, the first team that figures out how to command the ball and slow the pace down will be a real problem for somebody like Golden State. Yeah. Um, uh, well, another move that happened today, which is a big move, is Phil Jackson. What about him? In the news. <laughs> he fucked up. <laughs> he messed up his job. Yeah, dude. It's so bad. Uh, I heard he, I heard he was getting a little extreme, and then I saw today they were like he's canned or whatever he's gonna leave. I'm like Phil Jackson, like you had to mess up so bad to get fired as Phil Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I still don't. Still what did he really right. do? Was it just the the Porzingis thing? No, it was a lot more than that. I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, the whole thing with Carmelo Anthony, okay. uh, his sleeping as he's supposed to be watching the draft picks yeah, but, work out. Um, but he knows what he wants. <laughs> act, the guy they drafted is supposed to be pretty good. but They're all supposed to be pretty good. They're supposed to be pros, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just they just opted in on his contract. Uh, or he either, maybe not. He had two years left on $24 million and they fired him. Damn. Interesting. It's the only re- I think the only reason why anybody cares, one, I guess Phil Jackson's the big name, but it's the Knicks organization and it's just a pile of shit. And yeah. that's where he took it. Not that they were good when he got there, but they were worse. Yeah, no, it seems like it's like when you just he just did one too many things. You're like, Phil, you should have just retired and you would have been like an yeah. icon forever. And it's like when somebody has a joke and they just don't know when to end the joke. 
And you're like, ah, you went one <laughs> time too far. Yeah. I Googled how bad did Phil Jackson fuck up. And the first <laughs> articles that pop up are just how badly did Phil Jackson screw up the Porzingis trade? <laughs> Why Phil Jackson fucked up with the Knicks? <laughs> Six terrible decisions that spelled Phil Jackson's doom. <laughs> Phil Jackson still trying to fuck this up. Is Phil Jackson the worst GM in the NBA? Uh, well, to be fair, he wasn't the GM, was he? he was, I think he was the president of basketball operations. Yeah. However, was, he did. He, he did really he trade things up. Porzingis? No. Okay, I was like, I didn't see the move if he no, did. they didn't make a move. It was just something Joe said reading a headline that made me think he moved. Well, him. okay, they said, they told every NBA team, hey, Porzingis is available for trade. And then as teams would call, they like, we want your best player and your first-round pick and maybe even your second-best player. And every team was like, yeah, we're not going to ever do that. And they go, yeah. all right. They're like, so then he's not available. He's available, but if you say yes to the deal. Right, so Phil Jackson was just testing the water, dude. Yeah. He was just seeing what he could get for him. But you can't do that. That'll alienate your star. You can't be doing shit like that. I don't know, man. You think he'd know better? Here's here's a trade that almost went down. Who has Phil Jackson ever coached? Right. Um, <laughs> here's a, a trade that didn't go down, was very close to going down, and I think us as Suns fans, I'll ask you guys, well, more Joe than Chris, but Chris, please comment. Yeah. Kyrie Irving to the Phoenix Suns for Eric Bledsoe and the number four pick. Nope. You say no. Nope. I think. I say yes 100,000 times. What are we getting out of Irving that we. His whole career. Right. He's got a career, but. Uh, he's phenomenal. That would have been. Why, are, why is that trade being made, though, for Cleveland? Cleveland wants our pick and Bledsoe, right? Because Bledsoe and Irving are kind of serviceable I in think the same position. I think it was a three team deal. I can't remember what the third. Uh, well, see, that would be I important to me. Oh, you no, was it? Because I feel like yeah, Bledsoe in the East would be a monster. People would be like, "Oh my God, that Bledsoe kid is incredible!" Because he played in the East. I think if I, if you're asking me right this second, because my opinion on this has changed like ten times. If you're asking me right this second, I think I would have done it. But give me like three hours, and I'll be like, "Nah, I wouldn't do it." What's the Suns team with Kyrie? It's like they oh, still now suck. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're we're no better, well, we're no worse. We're no, but we're but you have somebody you have somebody that might be able to draw something else. They don't have that right now, right? But Irving I, has championship experience. You might be able to sway somebody to come to Phoenix. Then I don't that's think my anybody's thought. like, man, I really got to file that Kyrie guy. That's you never just, know. Yeah, I mean, if some guy is sitting there thinking like you know, like middle of his career. He's not really done. Okay. He, I'm sorry. I mean, no, go ahead. Um, I'm just, I'm killing time until you pulled up some stats. Dude. Our training staff <laughs> is the biggest appeal for guys like that. Yeah. That yeah. We made Grant Hill fucking look 25 again. We get Kyrie Irving. Cavs get number four pick and Eric Bledsoe. And the Cavs send the number four pick to Indiana for Paul George. Oh, shit. So they get Paul George and Bledsoe? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they would have loved yeah. that. Hearing that, and if I'm the Kyrie Suns, Irving. but hearing that, if I'm the Suns, I don't do it. Yeah, because like, you're clearly just being used yeah. for and a different deal. And you can send love as well, you fucking cocksuckers. No, so like, what I'm saying is, if it had been just a straight-up deal, I would have done it. But hearing that, it's basically like, let's include the Suns who have no prospect of anything. You know, you're kind of like, we'll 
to hell with you, dude. Like, right. we, Kyrie is so good. I know he's good, but in he's, that ugh. instance, in that instance, you don't really help yourself. You're just helping two other teams. Right. And then you're just a doormat, and everyone, which everyone thinks the Suns are anyway right now. Yeah. And I, I think Kyrie... For as good as Arizona he is, sports, he's <laughs> minus the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I was gonna say the NL West Diamondbacks are insane, dude. The Diamondbacks, it's I told you, dude. As like the I don't, they're not my number one team, but as the hometown team, right. it's so it's so cool that I can bust out my 1999 Diamondbacks hats again and like be super proud of <laughs> Hell them. Yeah, turquoise and purple all day, teal, bro. Oh my bad. <laughs> Uh, you show up with turquoise, they'll throw you out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't see any old ladies. Guys over there with like the bare paint color swatches. Wait a second. <laughs> it's a little turquoise. Get out. I think turquoise would have fit better with Arizona. Maybe. Probably. We sell a lot of turquoise jewelry. But, the but that's more New Mexico, though. Is it? Albuquerque, dude. It's just like a like hotbed. That's a very Arizona thing, too. Diamondbacks went 14-3 and in a 17-game span. Which is incredible. Yeah, the Dodgers went sixteen and one during that time. The I know. Diamondbacks actually lost two games in the standings. Yep, during that stretch, and I think the D-backs are a game and a half back. But the NL West, so you have Houston Astros have the best record in, in Major League Baseball by like God, a game and, or a half a game. And they just look to me, they look so unbeatable right now. They look. Them and the Dodgers are yeah. playing incredible baseball. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's really fun to watch. I'm a Dodgers fan, so I watch these games and I fucking love it because yeah. it's. I haven't seen them play this good ever. Yeah, and they won a World Series, but it's still. I'm, I'm a little older now. I was eight years old when they won the series, but uh, after the Astros, and just in the National League, the NL West has the top three records in the National League. Yeah, the only, crazy. The only thing you got to worry about is this is something I actually predicted. I didn't predict it on here because we didn't have the conversation. But Colorado looks like they're showing the signs of falling apart because they've lost like eight in a row. Yeah, well, six, but uh, they have. I look. I watched every game that they played against the Dodgers this past weekend. Right. So and it's they like, look terrible. Right. So you're like, uh oh, because at the beginning of the year, I didn't have the Rockies doing anything. So when they took off, I was like, okay, well, they're just having like a killer surge here and it's going to slow down. Admittedly, it took way longer to slow down than I thought it would. But the the last number, yeah, six or eight or whatever it is in a row, six, I think you said, that they've lost in a row. That's no good, dude. You, you, Not now. And it doesn't look. The D-backs and Dodgers keep winning. And it doesn't look like they're turning it around. There's no, there's. it's not like they're losing close games because the other team was better. Uh, and the Rockies during spring training, they were very confident. They had a very good feeling about the season. Yeah. They were really – like before they played a game, they really had a mindset that they were unbeatable. So to to hit that slide, it's got to be really rough. Their pitching staff is so-so, I think. Yeah. Their lineup is great. I mean, That's you got what, Charlie Blackman, who's an MVP candidate. That kid is fucking awesome. But pitching – yeah, pitching will kill you. Pitching will kill you, especially in Colorado. But they've been, they've played so well up to this point. Yeah. I hope they fade. But if it wasn't my division, you know, I would hope that they kept winning to as make a, it fun. As a baseball fan, I hope they turn it around. Yeah. But as like the Diamondbacks being the hometown team, I, I hope they go into obscurity because uh, then what are you looking at? You're looking at the Diamondbacks being the wild card and the 
after the Dodgers win the division or vice versa. Yeah. Well, and and that's how it's crazy. All these other teams have to look at it in other divisions in the NL. Yeah. It like the Cubs are not in first place. No. Okay. The Cubs now have to say we have to win this division to make the playoffs. Right. Because we're not going to catch the Diamondbacks or the Dodgers. <laughs> And we may not catch the Rockies. Look, Diamondbacks are on pace to win 104 games. Mm. Dodgers 105 or 6. Yeah, I was going to say that's crazy. I thought I saw 106 was their number. The record is what, 112 or 113? The Mariners won or have that when they didn't win the series. I was going to say, how'd that World Series go for them? (laughs) Uh, But it's. It's cool to see because we get all these games. They play each other 19 times a season yeah. in, in their division. And that's how you know who really won the division. I like that about baseball. They stack For sure. it. Yeah. You play every other NL team, a home and an away series. But your division, you play a lot. 19 times. Yes. Um, what about this Miguel Montero stuff? It blew my mind Dude, how fast everything I got, happened. I got a huge mouthful I could say about this. First, it, let's say what happened, and then we'll let you go. Okay. I was so, say, what happened? What <laughs> happened was Miguel Montero. I'll let you explain the, it because I'm going to be so biased; it's unreal. So go ahead. <laughs> Do I like Miggy? I, I don't have a problem with it either. Miguel Montero. I have no problem with. Just go ahead. Is the catcher, backup catcher, I guess, for the Cubs, mm-hmm. but he plays a significant role on the team. Yeah, he's got I'm decent not, playing time. He's yeah. hard. That dude's heart all day. Yeah. So Jake, well, the game they were playing, the team they were playing against stole seven bases on them, and which they, is horseshit. No matter who you are, yeah, it's really bad. And they asked Montero about it after the game, and Montero said, "It's not my fault. Maybe if Jake Arrieta would pitch it faster, I'd have a chance to throw them out. But he's not even giving me a chance." Did you see how far he went though? He said, my pitchers don't yeah. hold anybody on. Yes. Now, Miguel Montero this season is one for 31 in throwing out base runners. Oh, to counteract he's one that, for 31? I thought the stat I saw was 0 for 31. So he got right, one well, guy. Maybe well, no, can. but I mean, it's not like there's a huge difference. But uh, Contreras' numbers are fire, Contreras, though. who catches Lester, who never throws to first base. He doesn't hold anybody but, on. Okay. And Contreras still guns people out. Thirty-one percent he throws out, which is and higher that's, than the that's league. Country. That's right, higher than the league average of twenty-eight. I think I was yeah. reading. I was reading something about it. Montero, and, it's not like Montero couldn't do it before. He just can't do it now at this age, man. Yeah, his pop-up time say, is slow. His, his arm yeah, Mon- speed is slow. That's what it is. Montero is slowing down. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing he said was wrong. Nothing he said was wrong, but Arietta, to finish the story real quick, yeah. the Cubs released him today. Yeah, they Oof. canned him, which, which, look, and, I didn't just And Rizzo win. went off on him. Right, and I didn't just win the World Series, and I'm not Anthony Rizzo, and I'm not a superstar player, but I was pissed because here's the thing. Truth hurts, okay? Yeah. None of those guys were holding anybody on. Arietta's been a no-show. He's betting on himself, and look, he's not going to get paid shit. Right, because he's one year of great baseball. I'm so fed up with that guy. It really was one year because he wasn't good in Baltimore. He was half a year, the second half of that season where he went crazy, he lights out, and then the first half of the year they won the World Series. So Arietta has been not a plus. He's been like a B grade pitcher, okay, and he's not holding anybody on. Lester's not holding anybody on, and he's pretty much told the league he's not going to hold anybody on. 
The difference is Lester is quicker to home plate than Jake Arrieta is. So, yes, Montero is slow. It's a combination. Montero's – if Lester's pitching or if somebody's getting the ball to home plate quick, he's still probably throwing out two or three out of those seven. Okay? But he's not wrong. They're not holding people on. It's a team that's caving under the pressure of everybody knows they won the World Series. They're really bad this season. They're really, they're really, they're really undisciplined. They're really immature this year. They didn't know they weren't supposed to be there last year. They were so young, it didn't matter. Yeah. Now, everybody's gunning for them. Kyle Schwarber's in AAA. Crazy, right? It's not that crazy because people figured out all you got to do is pitch him away. He's not going to hit that many yeah. balls to left field. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love the Cubs. I, I was so pumped they won the World Series, but this is a, a situation. Anthony Rizzo is hitting first or whatever for a while. I don't know if he's still hitting first, but he has a great approach at the dish. He's putting up huge numbers. Nobody else is making adjustments. So, yeah, he's the guy who can call out Montero, but don't do that. Talk to Montero on the side. So Well, Montero should have talked to him on the side. Montero's just pissed. I know. And I, I don't have a problem with it. Still, I mean, I'm a locker room guy. Mm-hmm. So Montero could have said, yeah, I am not getting it done out there. And next question. And then gone to Arietta when no one's around or called him later that night at home. Say, look, I'm getting killed by the press, dude. If there's something we got to work on. If we can speed up to the plate, let's work on it. Yeah. That's how I think you handle that situation. I don't think you well, – I, I But just, I understand why people do spout off I, at reporters. They are good at getting you to do that. But I also wonder, considering how Arietta's been – if he's not just like, this hasn't already happened. He hasn't been like, come on, dude. Yeah. And is like, no, dude, I'm filthy. You know, my credits are huge. I've won World Series and I was on an episode of The Wire. And uh, and you know what I mean? And it then, is much more that because uh, I don't know much about the story at all. But I've met. It just happened. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong. I'm just saying when Montero says my pitchers aren't holding anybody on. Damn, that sucks to hear, but it's not wrong. Montero isn't the kind of guy, and I don't know, again, anything about the story, but I've met him and Rizzo. And uh, Miguel is the kind of guy that's going to tell you what it is straight up front, and he's going to be very open, very blunt. So if he's saying this in the media, he said this a hundred times in the locker room. Meanwhile, Rizzo, that dude's kind of a douchebag. Uh, Damn, you're going to be very unpopular for saying that. I, I feel bad. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know who the dude is. I didn't watch the World Series, so did no. He, he seems like a good guy. Hey, but you, you may have seem like a good guy to you me. Overcame cancer. I, I did not know that. But to me Childhood personally, cancer. so did John. Lester. No, but, but I'm was, not. I'm just, to me personally, he yeah. seemed like he was um, kind of a, a douchey, really into himself guy that was kind of to himself. Kept quiet, whereas Miguel, he was, when I saw him, he when he was on the Diamondbacks, uh, he was the heart and soul of that team. He got everybody Dude. up. He conversed with everybody. He was the life of that party. I don't know what it is in Chicago. I've, well, I the thing that hurts Montero here is his actions last year after the World Series. Do you see all that? Do you remember that? He told the press, like, I didn't get used. It's something to the effect. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I didn't get used enough. I didn't get to play. And the fact of the matter is he also sort of had a point there. 
because he had a bad back. And they put him in in that game against, uh, what, the Cardinals. And he hits a grand slam. Remember that? When they were backs against the wall. Okay, He also, technically, I guess, got the game-winning hit of the World Series. He was clutch in the playoffs. Right? You think the Diamondbacks? He cares a lot. I, I, if I was the Diamondbacks, well, I don't know because they've had pretty decent catching this year. They've gone defensive with their catching. Yeah, which it's finally smart. Yeah, it's smart. catcher is a defensive position. You can hit 100. You can hit 100 as a catcher and it doesn't matter. Play yeah. defense. Because if you can control a pitcher, yeah, you win games. So We got Grandall. That dude's good. And uh, yeah, he is pretty good. Um, the, uh, honestly, the, my opinion is that the Cubs have really kind of shot themselves in the foot here because now you're hoping Wilson Contreras is your everyday catcher, and he stinks behind the dish. <laughs> he stinks. He smashes, and he's young, and he can learn. So that's a positive. But he stinks. He doesn't frame anything. He doesn't block anything. Stinks. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Baseball. I'm excited for the home run derby. Be I, I do like goodness, the, dude. The home run derby is is like a love hate for me. There was a lot of years, like in the '90s, when I was a kid, I loved it. And then, when, as I lost interest in individual players, I was like, I don't care about the home run derby. But the past like two years, yeah. I've been really into the it's home fun, run derby, dude. If you, yeah. if you just sit back, relax, and enjoy it for what it is, yeah, it's kick fun. back with a beer, yeah. Just enjoy the home run derby, mm-hmm. yeah. Then it's good. Stanton's going for defending his title in his yeah. own ballpark. Aaron Judge may do it. He he dude, better do it. He's a monster, dude. If you look at his BP stats every day, and that's all the home run derby is. Aaron Judge better be in the home run derby. Yeah. Cody Bellinger said he wants to do it. Hopefully, they put him in it. He's been unbelievable, man. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Who, it's, would you would you let Jake Lamb do it? Yeah, because I feel like Lamb has just been smashing. Goldschmidt will, would win. if the if the season ended now, he'd win the MVP. Probably, he's been incredible. Yeah. Um, Bellinger, though, for this kid, he's 21 years old. He's oh, from he's, here. He's from. Uh, that's uh, a Dodgers Phenom, phenom right? Yeah. That kid is just. It, you he can't. Jack's home Is this runs. his rookie year? Yeah. It's, he's, he came up in May, like because, the end of well, April. And I'm not, I'm not shitting on him because the kid's got a sweet swing and he sees the ball well, but it's also because people haven't had a chance to oh, scout yeah. him. I know. But he's definitely making the most of his time. That kid is smashing. Yeah. It's like. No, he he's like a human highlight run games. Yeah, he's a human highlight reel. The right quickest. Now. He's the what only rookie to get ten home runs in ten games, like within a ten yeah. game span. He's broken the record for the quickest to get to twenty home runs, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. He's now at twenty four. Yeah, uh, he has been incredible, and he's a really, really good first baseman. His defensive game is solid. Yeah, he's no slouch. So when Adrian Gonzalez comes back from injury, Bellinger plays the outfield. But he's pretty fucking good, man. And what we're sitting down in the outfield, Gonzalez doesn't produce that much anymore. I know he'll go in because he can still hit 290, close to 300. Gonzalez, I'm speaking of. Yeah. Bellinger won't sit out. There's no Bellinger way. and Seager. And, well, we'll see what happens with Puig. Puig's been good, but I guess... <laughs> he's changed and he's more humble and mature. They said, "God." But all the players said he's still annoying. I was going to say, <laughs> how how much can a dude like change? Him. Um, but yeah, we've got we got a good team. You know what I was thinking too is the Dodgers. 
Everybody says, oh, they spend all this money on their players. They do spend a lot of money on players. However, a lot of the guys are Dodgers. They've, they're not guys that they've signed or right. traded for. They also have a farm system. They've, they have a great they've, farm Yeah, system. they've homegrown very well. Yeah. So, so spending a lot of money makes sense. You find the hole, yeah. you fix it, and you spend what you need to spend. Exactly. Because when we made the trade with Boston to get Beckett yeah. and Crawford and Gonzalez – and it was this big, huge money deal. Yeah. We took on so much salary, and the Dodgers could afford it now with this new ownership, and they can. But they've still got Jock Peterson, their starting center fielder, who's on his regular rookie contract. Seeger's on his regular rookie deal. Bellinger, guys that we traded for for them in the minors, like Do Austin they- Barnes. They have a lot of home. Clayton Kershaw is a homegrown Dodger. He now makes a shit ton of money. Well, yeah. But he anybody's going to pay him that much. Dude, he is. He may be the best pitcher of all time. He and is, I get the playoff thing where they're like, well, he bombs in the playoffs. He, but, dude, listen to this stat. When they're up, they give him a three-run lead. They are 107-8. and eight. Yeah. When they have a four-run lead, he's 93-0. and 0. So if you give him a three-run lead, he's 208. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. His, the, and this is where I would make... Two arguments. One is that you could always argue that the playoff part is what holds him back from being the best ever. But if you look at his regular season stats, I'd be interested how many times have the Dodgers given him a three or four run lead in the playoffs? Yeah. Never. Right. The games he wins. But yeah, we're always they put behind. It, they always, they always, this bothers me about the Dodgers, and there's nothing I can do about it, but the Dodgers always. Always leave Kershaw in the margin of error. Yeah. They never understand that, yes, he is the best pitcher, but you still got to do your job. They think he's just going to get them through the game. Yeah. And then a fluke does them in, and then everybody's blaming Kershaw yeah. for it. This year we have a much better bullpen. This team is sure. just playing so good, man. And I know there will be a point where they're going to go on a slump and lose. Everyone does. Yeah, but fuck, man. If we can play this well but, come playoffs, dude, they won't lose. They're so good. A slump right now for the Dodgers is like five games. They might lose five in a row. I, I would they be- lost yes, two, day, yeah, yes, two days ago. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's what a shitty game. Yeah. Then they came back and won four nothing. I would day. I would be so surprised if they lost more than five games in a row at any point. Yeah. I would And if you're asking point. me right this second, the World Series is going to be the the West the well, the National League, basically, is going to be the West and it's yeah. going to be the Dodgers or the Diamondbacks. I'm leaning towards the Dodgers. The way that the season's panning out, I agree. So I think oh. you're gonna I think you're looking at a World Series, it's gonna be Houston. It's easy to say, best no, record in the league. But I'm telling you, I watching like Houston two games. Has experience now too. Yeah, and I watched two games of them this year, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, they're playing Dallas Keuchel it's, is it's, back to his Cy Young self. It's literally, there's nothing. I'm telling you, I watched a game with Boston. They went through three pitchers. Nobody was awful. Nobody on Boston was awful, but they looked awful. Houston put like six balls off the glass over the train. <laughs> yeah, they're playing I mean, on what? on good pitches. Carlos like, Correa, Evan oh Gaddis, my God. Jose Altuve, George Springer. They're loaded. They are. I think I think they're the team to beat. The Dodgers can definitely beat them, but I, I like think Houston's Houston, unis too. Yeah, I even like the old ones now. They respected their their roots, but got a little modern. Yeah, 
like it. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So, LA, LA and Arizona can both beat Houston, but they have to do it. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. A couple things before we wrap. we got to wrap up. Uh, one, Manny Pacquiao fights this Saturday. Yeah. And it's on ESPN. Which that's, is cool. That's weird. It's really cool, but yeah. it's weird. Make a shit ton of money. He's fighting, what, yeah. Jeff Horn or something who's 16 and 0 and 1 or whatever. I mean, it's for the belt. And he's just like, yeah, we'll throw it on ESPN and do a freak. Great of them. That's fucking incredible. That's a smart move because boxing is struggling, dude. The yeah. Mayweather. Well, his brand, I'm sure, is too. The, yeah, the Mayweather-McGregor fight just came out. They set the uh, endorsement deal for the big the big endorsement. So if you buy it, you get your logo in the center of the ring, and it's put everywhere in the first minute um, between shit is like your product. Uh, it's $10 million, and the, the fighters split it. The corner split it. So $5 million each just for that one sponsor. Yeah. Have they named a sponsor yet? No, it, it literally just got posted. Ooh, you could come up with what some if the UFC? What if that? the UFC bought it? Oh, that'd be so sick in the center circle. Yeah. This UFC. <laughs> <laughs> got you, boxing. <laughs> it would be really great. That would be awesome. Yeah, what? All right, $10 million. Who's getting it? Tampax. <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. Uh, Under Armour. Nike. No, not Nike. Reebok. Ugh. Reebok is the UFC uh, uh-huh. Transformers Five or Adidas <laughs> or Adidas or something because Adidas seems to have their hands in everything now. Yeah, Puma, but they put a real Puma in the ring, right in the middle. Yeah, like here's ten million, but we want a live one walking around. But it can't you're be, both fighting this Puma. <laughs> it can't be much more of a spectacle than what they already have. <laughs> yeah, right. They might as well be like Floyd Mayweather versus a Tiger. McGregor or Mayweather beats McGregor in boxing. Mayweather also hides behind Mayweather if a Puma is in the ring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's cool. Saturday night, the big three league started this past uh, Monday. It was actually Sunday, but they aired it Monday. It was a huge bomb it sucked bunch of players got hurt um jason williams white chocolate Mm -hmm. (laughs) fucked up his knee Kenyon martin got injured Corey mcgetty got injured and and at one point it was like a shooting gallery (laughs) yeah yeah, at one point it's like an aarp two of the teams combined to miss like 23 shots in a row it's bad. It's Which pretty is, bad. No, it's a good start. <laughs> the first game was entertaining, and it came down to the wire, but not a good showing. We'll see how next week goes. All those sponsors are pharmaceutical pills. <laughs> it's like, you have high <laughs> blood pressure. And then the last thing I have is I wanted to talk about this last week and didn't. The um, U.S. Open for golf was last so Father's Day. Uh, and what blew my mind was – the winner of the tournament got just over $2 million. Second place got just over a million dollars. Third place got $850,000. It was never like that before Tiger Woods. See, I read an article today where uh, one of the heads of the PGA said uh, even Tiger couldn't make the sport financially viable. What do you mean? Like even he couldn't bring enough revenue or no interest to the sport. That's yeah. whole. That's bullshit. Where'd you read that? On like Yahoo News or whatever's at work. That is, well, it's against my argument. So I guess I'd like to talk to the person <laughs> that wrote it. I don't know. I didn't read it. But I, think, <laughs> Tiger Woods, that money wasn't given out before him. Yeah, you're right. When you won a tournament, 
you won like a couple hundred thousand dollars. It wasn't bad money. Believe me, it's not bad money. But now when you win a tournament, you're getting at any tournament, the shit tournament, whatever tournaments this weekend, the Honda Classic or whatever it is. The, if you win, it's a million bucks. Yeah. I'm sure that's Tiger, but I'm also sure it's inflation. It and, is inflation. Yeah. For sure it's it is. the rise. But of- the jump from when Tiger started to then he was winning and more people were coming out to tournaments and they're buying golf gear and people are golfing all around the, the country mm-hmm. and the world even. I think that he was so big for the sport that it, it did bring revenue into all these tournaments that can now afford to pay these guys this crazy amount of money. And I, I don't know. People shit on him all the time. I don't think he'll win another PGA tournament. He'll crush it on the senior tour uh, or the champions tour. But I Both. bet I bet he brings money to that too. I just look. The guy did so much for golf and popularized it in an age where it's easily it's much easier to access than Jack Nicholas or Arnold Palmer because you have the internet and TV and, and radio. You have everything, social media. Um, that every golfer should be fucking thanking him. Definitely. All right. I, I'm definitely. I don't have an argument for you there. Where's that author? What author? The, of the, the article? Yeah. No, I was just thinking in my head, like, everybody should be thanking him, but uh, he's, like, dealing with a lot right now. So maybe they should be, like, you know. You know what? Somebody said thank, chill thank out. him by helping him. Who yeah, was, yeah, was it one that, of you guys? Was it one of you guys that said uh, everybody relates Tiger Woods getting caught cheating to his bad play, but if you actually look at it and his wins and where the decline was was when his dad passed away. Oh. Was that that, one of that you guys? wasn't me, but I I would yeah. have I would absolutely think that's it. He won three tournaments the year like his or the year after whatever his father passed away and one of them was a major and then the next year he won a major and five tournaments and then he hasn't won anything since. Yeah. Uh, I think his dad passing was 2007. The cheating thing was 2009. Um, he's also been injured. Like he's gotten a million surgeries. Yeah, he's also gotten old. Have you seen his hairline? <laughs> Plus, I think he's got a. I think he's got some serious problems with. Um, well, that's true too, right? Pills or whatever. That, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Way to end it on a high note, Kev. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the episode. Hell yeah, that was a, that was fun, dude. I had fun. Hell yeah. Yay! The bar is popping. Been popping like that. I can't do that. I tried. I tried to do that for a while. Yeah. I tried to really get hip with the lingo. Didn't work. Didn't work. No, I, but I like your vocab. You got good vocab. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. My mom appreciates it too. She's an English teacher. Oh, that's <laughs> probably why. Does she make you speak proper English at the dinner table? Yes. Really? And corrects my texts. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, she's one of no those. days off. No days off. (laughs) Guys, that's the show. Thanks for listening. See you next week, man. Everybody enjoy all the sports that you can. A lot of sports going on. Taking pictures of my mama while she's trying to take a shit Then I'm throwing rocks that cripples 